When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of Dallas Cowboys Daily here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jess Navarez, and we have a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it. Today is Thursday, August 18th. Happy Thursday, my friends. And you know what? The Cowboys had their first joint practice with the Chargers on Wednesday, so let's talk about the highlights that we saw. Overall, a much better practice than the last joint practice that the Cowboys had with Denver. The word I would actually use to describe them, composed. A much different feel from what we saw last week. Very good there. So let's start with the mini heart attack the Cowboys Nation had on Wednesday after a series of tweets came out saying that CD was seen in sweats and wasn't going to partake in practice. Michael Gilkin tweeting out that this was due to a foot injury and that he wasn't spotted wearing a boot, but then tweeting that the foot issue was not considered serious for the wide receiver. It wasn't structural, according to a person familiar with the issue, and that the term injury was maybe even a little too strong to use with no long-term concern. However, we were still freaking out, right? So our very own Tony Catalina tweeting out that Brad Sham on the NFL Now show reported that CeeDee Lamb just has a cut on his toe that required a stitch and it's what held him out of practice. So it's not believed to be anything serious. I'm just saying, we had a little mini heart attack, everybody. Uh, We did, but again, nothing serious with CeeDee to worry about. Gilkin also tweeted out just a little while after practice was over that Cowboys cornerback Jordan Lewis tweaked his hamstring late in the practice versus the Chargers. This, of course, according to a team official, and he's going to continue to be evaluated. So definitely something we don't want to hear, so we're going to keep a close eye on that. Returning to practice today was Tyron Smith and Trayvon Diggs. Anthony Barr also officially off of that physically unable to perform list, but was still a little limited on Wednesday. Mike McCarthy saying that they're going to reassess him on Thursday for that workload. But lastly, Jaron Curse still did not participate in practice. One of the first tweets to come out of practice coming from Patrick Walker actually showing something pretty promising, that being Neville Gallimore getting dirty with the Chargers O-line, pushing the Chargers center Ryan Hunter back into another dimension it looked like, setting the tone early that the defense was ready to dominate, and they sure did. Israel Mukamu and Tyrell Basham racking up one interception each. You just love to see it. So really a very strong day for the defense overall. So let's switch gears a little bit to the offense. According to Clarence Hill, Dak Prescott was two for three in his first session of 11 on 11 after going eight for eight on the seven on seven drills. Starting practice off strong, considering CD wasn't even participating in this practice. But Clarence also tweeting that Dak was also 8 of 15 in a team drill with one touchdown and two interceptions. Still overall, not a bad day for QB1. Patrick Walker tweeting out that Semi Fioco also continuing to dominate during this training camp period. He had four catches on four targets and all for a gain, two of which included first downs. 
Zeke, of course, getting plenty of reps and bursting through some long runs during practice. Always good to see. He actually caught up with the media after practice. And when asked about where the run game is now compared to this time last year, here's what he said. The run game looks really good right now. Uh, as you can see, you know, that last preseason game, they take, take away a couple of those holes. We probably got like a 107-yard day. But, I mean, I think the run game's been really good uh, so far this camp. And uh, I think we're off to a good start with all the timing and, and uh, you know, moving guys off the ball winning a lot of skirmish. Also basically saying that the run game is just more powerful with him and Tony Pollard. Take a listen. Yeah, definitely want to, you know, emphasize the run game and, you know, utilize uh, Tony and myself. Uh, you know, I think I think it would definitely wear us down defense when you got two backs coming at you. And, uh, you know, if we if we can uh, run the ball efficiently and uh, control that line of scrimmage, we're going to be that much better of an offense. Zeke also made sure to throw in there that during this preseason time when he's not playing those games, he's still getting a chance to see a different perspective. That perspective being he gets to study the defense. So pretty cool to hear Zeke say that. The Lion backer Micah Parsons also catching up with the media after practice, but I did want to mention he continued to do what he does best during this practice, which is bully quarterbacks. Justin Herbert was no exception to that, as Micah kept finding his way into the pocket, and so it was just a great practice for Micah overall, but here's what he said when asked how practice went. You know, I think today we came out really competed hard, especially made big strides from last week. I think everyone came out today. Um, it was great to have some of the guys back that might have set out last week. And, you know, I just felt like the energy was there, and that's kind of like the standard we need to play with every game this year. Also saying that what we saw of the Cowboys' defense on Wednesday is just setting the tempo and the standard for what's to come this year, which, oh my goodness, I hope that is a promise and a threat for Micah, who said he's always in a go mindset and that sometimes you don't get the first gazelle, sometimes it's the third gazelle, so you just have to keep hunting. I love this man, ladies and gentlemen. I just love him. So when he was asked about being on the hunt for his first interception this season, here's what he said. My first interception would be a feel good, but I won't dwell on it. I'm looking for one, two, and three. You know what I'm saying? Forget the first one. I always got to think of the next one. Just like when you get the first sack, you're not thinking about the first sack. I'm thinking about the next sack. You know what I'm saying? I always thinking about the next and always pushing forward. It's just always greater. Overall, it just was a more productive day with more clean plays for the Cowboys who showed major improvement from what we saw last week. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due because to be fair, it also looked like the Chargers were there to work just as much as the Cowboys were. And, you know, you just love to see it. So hopefully today's practice can be just as productive with no fights and just continuing to keep that focus. There was one Cowboys-related headline that I wanted to make sure I mention, and that was the news of former Dallas Cowboys linebacker Chuck Howley now in the final step of the selection process for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2023. Howley was a five-time first-team All-Pro with the Cowboys. He was named Super Bowl MVP at Super Bowl V in 1971 and a Super Bowl champion at Super Bowl VI in 1972. So congrats to Chuck, hoping to see that this will finally get him his long-awaited spot in Canton. Way overdue if you ask me. Now, if you're still wanting even more Cowboys content to talk all things Cowboys Chargers, well, we have plenty to uh, continue to talk about, obviously. You can expect a new episode of The Ocho with RJ Ochoa dropping today, as well as a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle. Make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network if you haven't already, wherever you listen to your podcast, just so you never miss a new episode that is dropped. And if you could be so kind to go write a review and leave a nice 
five-star rating. We would love you for that, but we love you anyways, so it's all good. Make sure if you want to keep up with all things Blogging the Boys, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Give us a like on Facebook or hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And of course, I'm not ending this episode without your daily reminder that we're only 24 to 4 days away from the regular season opener. Let's go. Oh my goodness, that gets me so pumped every day. So I hope it gets y'all pumped as well. But that's all I have for you today, my friends. And don't you worry, I'll be back tomorrow with even more Dallas Cowboys Daily to talk all things Cowboys and Chargers Week. As per usual, I hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday. Drink a big cup of coffee. Maybe put some pumpkin spice creamer in there. I won't say anything. I'll encourage it. Hey, go kill it today and I'll talk to you tomorrow, Cowboys Nation.